it live. Okay. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike your match, and. Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. And welcome to the Really Big Barbecue Central Show. This is a show that talks about all things that are important to the world of barbecue and grilling. Originating from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio, the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday evening live fire fun and provalu show. If you want to jump in on the show tonight, whether it be a phone call or an email, happy to have you do it. And here's your info. You can get in touch with the show by calling 216-220-0966. Email Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. On the Twitter and Instagram, said BBQ Central Show. Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. And here's what's happening coming up in about 12 minutes from now. It's the first Tuesday of a month, that being April, as we enter in Q2 of 2021. And that means a regular visit from our first of two recurring guests on the first Tuesday of each month, that being the pitmaster of Killer Hogs Barbecue Team and the co-creator of How to Barbecue Right, Malcolm Reed, will join me. Now, it has been reminded to me, I think that is completely incorrect English. Nevertheless, I'm sticking with it. It has been, I have been reminded that last month during our segment, I might have just tossed out the fact that we should have a Reaper Jerky Challenge on this show next month, which is now this month. Lo and behold, a package of Malcolm's finest Reaper Jerky shows up to the house. A few days later, I should have known right then that I fell for the, hey, my Reaper jerky's got flavor, immediately ships it out. And now I have been put to the test because last month I said that I would spend the entirety of the segment with Malcolm in April, which is where we sit today, eating Malcolm Reed's jerky. The fear the Reaper jerky and as a disclaimer, In the tag, try at your own risk. That's not making me very excited. It's making me very scared. Less excited, as Guy the Cooking Sam says in the YouTube chat, Reaper toilet time in the morn. No. Or as Malcolm said in his podcast earlier last week, it'll get you two times, if you know what I mean. So we have Malcolm Reed coming up shortly. Reaper jerky time. We'll also be talking about Great American Hamburgers and Burger Processes. We'll also be talking about the fundraiser 
that he and Rochelle and the folks over at How to Barbecue Right are taking part in to benefit Palmer Home. And we'll talk about that. We will bring up my standing offer as far as to benefit that endeavor as well. So plenty to get to with Malcolm. Then we'll move to 35 past the hour. First time guest. He is the host of his own barbecue podcast. But there's also something else mixed into that podcast. Little thing that just started over the weekend. Little thing called baseball, everybody. Len Aberman, co-host, I would imagine, co-creator of the Baseball and Barbecue Podcast. So we'll talk to Land about how he got into the whole show business, get a little background about him. He's a New York City guy. And then we'll talk about his love of live fire, how the two meld together when he started the show, what you can expect as a potential listener. And we'll talk about some of his favorite guests that he's had on there doing it a number of years now. So Len Aberman will help me close out the first hour, then we'll move to the second, which you will find the second of two regular guests on the first Tuesday of every month. That, of course, show favorite Sam the Cooking Guy will join me. Boy, oh boy, are we going to have a number of different topics, not the least of which is a correction on my part as I was careless dare I say, reckless with the English language a month ago when we were talking about pastrami specifically and Katz's Deli, and I will leave it at that. But we will also talk about burgers with Sam. He had just made a Juicy Lucy burger, so if that's a bit of foreshadow for you, if you can't figure out where that leads from there, I feel bad for you. But we will be talking about Juicy Lucy. We'll be talking about Two different items in your mind, but making a video to become one item that may shock the very foundations of your starchy buildings that you have come to know and love. Hopefully, I've done a good enough job teasing that. And then, your phone calls and emails where we see fit. 216-220-0966, Greg at the BBQ centralshow.com Malcolm Reed in just a few moments Led Aberman after Malcolm Sam the Cooking Guy for the balance of the second hour don't forget you can follow me socially at Instagram, Twitter, TikTok and Snapchat at BBQ Central Show you can also find video feeds of the show every Tuesday and then archive directly after on Facebook and Twitch slash BBQ Central Show also on YouTube which can be found slash RD Rempe as a last follow-up on this matter, because I led with it last week regarding the winners of the Cosmos Q wing dust the week prior to that, because it took me a week to get out into the mail, all of the wing dust winners should be receiving their wing dust shortly. In fact, a Brian Ashman just confirmed that he got his dust in the mail today, so that leaves three other winners. So be on the lookout. They hit the mail last Wednesday, and I look forward to your feedback. Please don't forget to try it on everything, including chicken wings. And then give me your honest feedback, what you think about the wing dust. You're not hurting my feelings. Cosmo, let me give it away. I gave it away. We want your honest feedback. That's what makes everything better. Now, don't take a dump on it just to take a dump on it. However, your honest feedback and candor is appreciated. I'm speaking for Cosmo to that extent as well. Some listener feedback from the show last week and in week past. John in Boston writes, Greg, big fan of the show. You might think I am writing to bust your balls. Oh, boy. 
You might think I'm writing to bust your balls about Sandy's mic crapping out again in successive weeks, but I'm not going to do that. What you're not? Andrew, you are not. I am not going to do that. Well, thank you. Instead, I'm going to say how professional you were in making the transition from mic to phone last week. Sandy's info and willingness to share far outweighed any sound changes between the two devices. John, thank you for writing in. And glad that you found her continuance of segments to be worthwhile and that my, I I don't know what's going on with the mic there. I mean, for seven minutes, few sound better than she does. I mean, that microphone is dynamic, but something happens to it seven minutes in and only during the hours of 9 to 11 Eastern because we sound checked for 15 minutes earlier in the day that Tuesday last week with no issue. So it is beyond reason of what's going on, but I appreciate you writing in, John. Nate Missouri writes, Greg, I live in Missouri, and I do not... Andrew, you are not the I do not camp in the left lane on the highway as you ranted about last week, top of the second hour. We don't all do that. Thank you very much, Nate. Thank you very much for listening to the show and taking me to task on, pardon me, the truth that people in Missouri and Illinois are camping out in the left-hand lane on the highway like it's their job. Greg in Virginia writes, Greg, great first name, by the way. I felt inspired to write in after hearing the top of the second hour. There's nothing more frustrating than dopes driving in the hammer lane when no one is in front of them and there is a line of cars behind them. What is wrong with people? By the way, it happens in Virginia, too, not just Missouri and Illinois. Keep up the great work. Love the new music intro. Thank you, Greg. I went back to the old music this week because for two weeks, I th- maybe it was even three weeks, I did new intro music. I don't even think I got one email. So people aren't as keen on the intro music as I thought. I thought there was going to be a lot of back and forth on that. But in the end, it's all about show content. Who cares about what music I'm talking over in the beginning of the show or if it's motivating you or not, whatever. As far as I'm concerned, you liked it just as much as the intro that I've been playing for the last 13 years. Dan says, Monday was National Deep Dish Pizza Day. I'm not a fan of deep dish pizza. I think it's gross. Not as gross as onions. But if given the choice between any other kind of pizza and deep dish, I will take any other kind of pizza, including vegan pizza. I don't like deep dish. Not me. We'll get Malcolm's take when he comes up here in just a few minutes. Let me talk to you quickly about Green Mountain Grills, some of the best pellet cookers out there on the market today. You can choose between two different lines. There's a prime line. There is a choice line. It's up to you. If you want to live without some of the tech that you're finding on each and every pellet cooker these days, the Wi-Fi capability, the app integration, internal meat probes, things like this. Get the choice line. Save yourself a couple hundred bucks. It's fine. Same capacity with a Jim Bowie and a Daniel Boone on the choice side as you would get on the prime side. Just a little bit of the tech left out, but you don't need it. You're a big boy. Now, if you want to spend a couple hundred extra bucks, you get the Prime Plus line. That's what I'm talking about. More of a robust build on the chassis, peeking windows in the main cooking chamber and pellet hopper, too. 
internal meat probes, Wi-Fi technology, app integration. Yes. You can control the cooker right from your chaise lounge. Is that a thing still? Your Barker lounger. You can increase the temperature of the pit. Things are cooking too quickly. You can ramp the temperature down. You can put integrated cooking steps. Once it hits this type of internal temperature, automatically ramp the cooker up or down for this long of a time. You can get really invested in this thing. That's the technology and the offerings Green Mountain Grill giving you. The Jim Bowie and the Daniel Boone, regardless of choice or prime, both accommodate that pizza oven insert. Plus, they have rubs and sauces and pellets and all the other accoutrements to complete your Green Mountain Grilling experience. So please, they sell through dealers. Find one near you, GreenMountainGrills.com, GreenMountainGrills.com, and then experience a Green Mountain Grill dealer education in your neighborhood or at least close to you. GreenMountainGrills.com. We're back with Malcolm Reed right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Live from the Barbecue Central Show Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. Hey, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by the Barbecue Guru, creators of automatic pit temperature control technology, sellers of ceramic cookers with built-in power draft fans, accessories to make your barbecue and grilling life easier. Visit bbqguru.com for more information or call them at 800-288-GURU. The Barbecue Guru continuing to be a breakthrough in barbecue technology. All right, it is the first Tuesday of the month in the first hour, and you know what that means. It can only mean a visit from the How to BBQ Right creator himself and pitmaster of Killer Hogs, Malcolm Reed. Hey, Malcolm. What's happening, Greg? How are you, man? I am... Uh, I don't, I, well, I'm scared. Let's be honest. I'm very scared. As I had mentioned in the open and I compl- you know, sometimes you get in the live show, you get to gabbing, you're not listening to what you're saying. And all of a sudden you realize you've committed to eating a bag of Reaper jerky courtesy of Malcolm Reed. I should have known something was amiss when we were talking about heat and flavor and all then you're like oh yeah well you know my reaper jerky tastes good it's got good flavor i don't know if that somehow registered in my brain to mean that it wouldn't be really hot and then as soon as i got that shipment notice like four hours later as soon as we got off air i was like "Uh oh this guy's for real and uh, here we are ready to to have at it so what should i be uh looking for as we uh 
tear open in here. All right, uh, so now we've got it. Open. So I'm going to tell you, Greg. It, She'll be wearing some pe- Now I've had I've had a few people tell me this is the hottest thing they've ever ate in their life. <laughs> and I'm not a, I'm not a spice guy at all. Oh dear. So I think it's pretty daggum hot. But then I've had some people come in the shop and eat the whole bag right in front of me, and I'm pretty sure they had COVID. I don't know. I don't know how they did it. Oh my but, god. <laughs> but I'm going to say it, it's it's warm. It's it, it, it's going to taste really good okay. when you, you when you eat it. I mean it's a it's a really, you know, it's kind of got a sweetness to it. You're going to get some of the spice, but it's got a really great jerky flavor. And then after you swallow it, the heat's going to start building, and it's not going to stop for a little while. All right. Um, the challenge was, now I don't expect you to do this. I don't want to ruin the show tonight. We, we depend on you to put together a good show for us tonight, so don't eat the whole bag. <laughs> but if you want to give it a fair shake, go ahead and just get you a piece of it. All right. And, and tell me, I want your initial thoughts, and I want you to tell me where the heat goes. All right, so I just opened it. And sorry, go ahead and smell it. How does it wow. smell? How does it smell? That's pointy. If you eat that whole, pl- that, that's pointy. Okay, so uh, on the nose, as we say here in the wine world. Uh, by the way, let me go ahead and show. So, I mean, this is no joke. Like this is you can see. There, there's the, some peppers. Yeah, there. you can see the peppers right there. I didn't like pre-open the bag and switch it out or anything. By the way, uh, I mean this is very tender to the uh, to the to the hand feel. The meat's very tender in my hands. Everybody. <laughs> and but yeah, I mean it is laced with pepper. It's got a very nice nose. I want to say almost a little bit of a of a uh, of an Asian uh, flair to it. You're, a little you're going to get that a little bit of teriyaki, yeah, a little teriyaki, bit of brown, yes. you know, the brown sugar, yes, brown sugar, Worcestershire teriyaki flavor with the the reapers in it, and then the sprinkle of the reaper over it, and that's how we finish it off. All right, ready? It's it's really a, yeah. Go for it. Here we go. Oh, that's a fair bite. That was about a quarter like of a, the stick here, just so we yeah, can. That's, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's what's that's what's left. So very tender. So you shouldn't feel any heat yet. No, very yeah. tender. Should I be wearing gloves? I better not hit my eye here for the rest of the show. No, no, just watch where you yeah, watch where you put your hands. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, good flavor. Again, teriyaki, yes. The uh, Reaper pepper's a sweet yeah. pepper until yeah. it starts building. Yes. All right. Well, I mean, we seem to be pretty good right now, so I'm, I'm You're feeling okay uh, for a minute. Feeling very happy about myself. Yeah. However, there is just a small build in the back palate. <clears throat> so I just that's where it starts coming. Yeah, I was that's talking and <laughs> talking and uh, swallowed a piece of the meat right there. So let's let it uh, build. Uh, if I pass out, Malcolm, because oh, we are on a solid connection, I will uh, hope that you'll take over the show. And do the rest of the interviews. Len, Len Aberman is coming up next. <laughs> Sam, the cooking guy, you guys would certainly have fun, I'm sure. So uh, let's talk about a huge update because last week, during uh, two weeks ago, during the Embedded Correspondence segment, we were making predictions, as we like to do, Doug Scheiding, John Solberg, Rusty Monson, and I. And the topic of Memphis in May came up. And Rusty, ever the optimist, said that absolutely uh, Memphis and May would happen. Uh, I believe John was a little bit more tepid on the situation. Doug, I don't recall exactly what he said. Uh, I remember what I said. And I, <coughs> whew, that's, that's catching up on me now. Uh, I said 100% Memphis and May would not happen. What does that mean? Literally days later, of course, Memphis and May sends all the packages out and says, Come hell or high water, we're going to be having 
some type of Memphis in May this year. So as somebody who's really invested in Memphis in May as a competition, you like to go for any number of reasons. What can you tell me for an update? And I'm, I'm telling you right now, uh, we've easily went from a one heat to uh, five and a half to six. And I believe uh, it's like we've laced my tongue with gasoline and it's quickly approaching. <laughs> so uh, tell us about Memphis and May. So, so we're, we're, I don't know, a little more than just a little more than four weeks out and we're going full steam ahead. Um, you know, I've been trying to practice some rib recipes, t- tooling some stuff. We've got everything paid for. Uh, we had to buy some extra tickets because what Memphis is doing, they're, they're limiting. It's not really open to the public like it normally is. You have to buy a ticket in advance before you're going to get in. There's not going to be a walk up to the gate and get a ticket. Hmm. Uh, teams are – there's only so many people they're going to allow in the park at a given time. Teams are, you know, got the first dibs, and you can only get so many tickets per the size of your spot. Um, they cut our tickets back for our 24-hour passes, was what the teams really rely on. I think we get 15. Uh, my, my size spot does. Um, you know, it's various depending on how much real estate you've purchased for the for the event. And then we can get so many tickets up to about 30-something a day. Quote, uh, Don't quote me on that, but I think it's like 35. Uh, minus your allotment for your 24 hours. So you're looking at, we can only, we can only bring in about 20 extra guests per day. Um, so that's, you know, that's a big cutback when you're looking at Memphis and May and we have hundreds of people coming booths and it's big corporate events and parties going on. They're really scaling back. So it's going to be a different Memphis and May, but we're just thrilled that there's going to be a Memphis and May. Do I remember correctly two years ago before the put off from last year because of coronavirus that they were moving the whole event into some other park or, or were they revamping the park that it's traditionally held in? Well, that was going to be, um, you know, they're supposed to be redoing Tomley Park, which is where Memphis and May has been ever since it started. And they're going to do, you know, they're they're just trying to make it better for um, people of Memphis. You know, they're, they're trying to make it more. It's, right now, it's just a flat piece of real estate along the river. So they're wanting to make it to where it's more inducive to people coming and hanging out uh, when there's not festivals. And so they were going to move it. Now, I think they're still going forward that eventually. Um, but this year we're going to be in the same place. We're just spaced out more. So um, from a from a contest side, it should be a better contest because it's going to be more about cooking this year than the party atmosphere. But from the public side, it's probably not going to be as much fun, you know, just because it's scaled back. Sorry for the delay. Still going? I, took a, I took another bite there. <laughs> that was probably a very bad idea. Um now, from a public standpoint, like, are you hearing any clamoring from the general public that, hey, we're just going to show up and try and get a ticket or somehow force our way in or we're not going to be held back, blah, blah, blah? Or, like, what are you hearing in that regard? Because obviously, as you had mentioned, this is an event that attracts hundreds of thousands of people over the course of the week, especially that weekend when the competition happens and so forth. Plus, there's festivals going on and everything. So I'm wondering from a general public standpoint what you're hearing about what they might do. Well, from from what we're doing from our side, we're just spreading the word of, of you need to go ahead and get a ticket if you plan on coming. Um, we're not getting a bunch of buzz um, as far as people are planning on going and and you know charging the fence. You know, I haven't heard anything like that. But I would suspect if you know people are planning, you know, a lot of people plan their vacations or they plan coming to Memphis for Memphis in May, and it's going to be different if you don't plan it ahead and you don't go ahead and get your ticket. Um, I think you, you know there's going to be a bunch of upset people, 
Yep. And I think Memphis is doing a great job. That they've put the word out that you need to go ahead and get them. And I haven't, I haven't got noticed that they've sold out. So hopefully there's still some available. Can people contact you for tickets, or are you just contacting the people you want to have in camp to uh, partake? Uh, yeah, we've already allotted all of the ones that we're available. So, you know, it's it doesn't, it, you know, 30, 35 tickets is not a lot of tickets for a team for Memphis MA. Not when you think of the core members and then friends and family, you pretty much eat those up every day. And they're not, there's no more three-day passes. You have to buy a ticket for each individual day. So it's going to be, you know, there's going to be people scrambling to try to get, you know, uh, close close friends and stuff in. That's 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 what I'm expecting. We you know we're, we're going to do the best we can, but there's no there's no extras. Have there been people approaching you on the DL saying, "Hey, Malcolm, how much for a ticket? Like, can you take it to the scalp market and make a killing?" Because that's the first thing that I would do. I, I'd say, "Hey, everybody, sorry, it's me and Rochelle and whoever the new sound guy is. You know, a few a uh, few key uh, social media people, but uh, we're just going to sell all the other tickets for profit. Just take it right to the bottom line, baby." You know, I, I haven't seen that yet, but that was the first thing that came to my mind. This will be the first year we see scalpers outside the gates. Just like any big event, there's going to be scalpers uh, selling selling day tickets because if anytime you get a limited number of tickets, that that's going to happen. I don't think there's a way for Memphis to stop it. They don't stop it for the the NBA games or concerts when we have them. So for Memphis and May, I would expect the same thing. Do you, do have any of those ticketing agencies got a bunch of those tickets somehow? Uh, that I don't know. Um, I, you know, I, I would imagine they're selling them through someone like Ticketmaster or something like that. I haven't actually looked because we're doing it from a team standpoint where we put an order form in. We'll pick we'll pick them up uh, this Sunday, the 11th, is our team meeting. So I'll have more information on you that next month on how that went. When is it again? Uh, Sunday. I think it's the 11th is this Sunday, I believe. Uh, and when sure is that's team meeting day. when is uh, the actual event taking place? Uh, it's like the twelfth to the fifteenth, something like that. So we're you know we're about a, we're about a, just a little over a month out. All right, so we'll have a follow up with that right before the event hits, and then we'll get the recap in June. Obviously, uh, holy shit, this is hot, really hot. Like <laughs> my tongue is in pain. Wow, that's uh, really hot. I'm almost done. Though, so, however, if I uh, if I go back to the uh, cut here. This is all that's left of that piece, so I've been eating so, it uh, steadily along. For the people that are listening to podcasts, you can't tell how much I've eaten, but I've eaten uh, a pretty fair size, I would say, here over the last... Could you uh, do the whole pack? Fuck no! <laughs> Hell no! <laughs> I mean, you know, it's two and a half ounces, according to the pack. I mean, I don't know. I'm going to try and get through this piece here by the end of the segment, but my tongue is, uh, my tongue is in legit pain. Like uh, like I just bit down on it for like the last ten minutes, and that I'm continuing to bite down on it for no good reason other than I'm a uh, a, a glutton for punishment. A uh, little bit of forehead sweat happening here. Uh, definitely upper lip sweat, which is uh, a good sign. Somebody in the instant chat said that uh, a delay in the heat means that only the top tier ingredients have been used. So certainly, no surprise from the folks over at uh, How to Barbecue Right and. Uh, making all the prime products over there. Uh, so that's the deal on Memphis and May. So we're excited that uh, some semblance of that is going to be taking place. And it's also good to know that I was 100% wrong on my prediction a couple weeks ago during the embedded correspondence segment. The other thing that I want to talk about here before we move into some uh, hamburger talk here as we close the segment is uh, the fundraiser that you guys are doing over at How to Barbecue Right. 
which is uh, benefiting a place called the Palmer Home. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about the uh, the the idea here, uh, what Palmer Home is, and how we can help. Well, the Palmer Home is it's kind of. Um, I wouldn't call it a charity, but it's an organization here in Hernando that's that uh, takes care of kids that are in bad situations. They try to place them um, in a in a real home environment with a with a mom and a foster mom and a foster dad, um, and they you know they bring in kids. They really try to keep them on the right track, and they try to reunite them uh, with their moms and dads when they're in the right situation. So they uh, they do a real good job in our in our local community, state community, and they help they help all over. And we just, me and Rochelle kind of take it close to heart because it's in our backyard that we're trying to help them raise some money. And the money that we're raising, it actually takes uh, $2,500 per kid per year to, to house and feed them. And so each house, each home has eight kids and that's how we got the $20,000 goal. So we're going to, we're going to help one of the homes, uh, hopefully raise enough money to, to pay for those kids so they can have a good year. And that's, that's, that's where that, um, you know, that's where that, charity come in and and, you know it it really it's something that we that we really care about since it's in our backyard and that we decided to get behind and we we try to help the palmer own out as much as we can all right so sounds like a great uh way to to raise some funds and help those families out help feed those kids for the course of the years you said uh, between six to eight kids in each home uh and so that roughly breaks out to about twenty thousand for that uh, house full of people we got about twenty five hundred dollars right now so we got one of the kids knocked down for the year, so uh, you know it's only been up for a couple weeks. Um, where can people go to read a little bit more about it and then uh, make their donations? Well, if you if you go to uh, my Facebook page, you can find uh, information on that on the Palmer Home event where you can actually uh, donate to the charity, or you can do a fundraiser yourself, or you can go to palmerhome.org, um, too. That they have their own website. But uh, we're also offering for the top five people that raise the most money, we're giving a free class, and it's basically going to be you come hang out with me for for a day and we do, you know, we cook all the stuff that I want to cook and I'm going to show you how I do it. And we're going to have a good time in Hernando. So that's, that's kind of one of the things that we've kind of like got an incentive for people that want to help us raise money or, or donate. That's what we're going to do. So that's, we're, we're looking forward to that. That's going to be sometime in September, I think. All right. So we'll look forward to that. Now, as I had mentioned a couple weeks ago, and I want to put it out there again, you know, I think Malcolm, we have good synergy here where a lot of my fans are your fans, a lot of your fans are my fans, so there's a, a, a synergistic situation going on. And I said, you know what? I truly believe that this special VIP class that you're talking about could well be jam-packed with Barbecue Central Show fans, a.k.a. How to Barbecue Right fans, of course, and to encourage us, the Centralites, I said, you know what? The first person to hit me up on DM or email or call my cell phone or whatever, because a lot of people have my phone anyway, and say, you know what? I am going to take you up. I will donate 1000 of my very own special dollars to uh, support the Palmer Home. The Barbecue Central Show will match that $1,000, and uh, we will do 2000 right off the bat. It will be one from a listener. I would match that listener. I have to imagine that at least two-fifths of that class would be jam-packed with me and some other Barbecue Central Show people. And uh, and I think that there's a real chance that some other folks could come out of the woodwork and we could have five Barbecue Central Show people hanging out 
with Malcolm Reed in Hernando at How to Barbecue Right HQ. Malcolm's making us some great food. We're all making each other great food. I mean, it could potentially be an earth-shattering event the likes we have never seen before. That sounds like a fantastic time. I mean, you know, I would be all about that, Greg. I'd love for you to come, man. That would be great. If you could join us here, we we could plan that, man. Oh, yeah, Uh, definitely. And, I mean, whether a centralite out of the woodwork comes up and uh, steps up with that $1,000, you can guarantee that you're getting a grand from the Barbecue Central show uh, come hell or high water. And uh, But uh, I think it's a great thing that you guys have got behind and uh, we certainly wanted to throw our support here at the barbecue central show as well so uh, if you have any questions go ahead uh, shoot me an email i can get you some links if you uh, if you need them but again top five donors are going to be taking part in a class that will be hosted by malcolm reed i mean people pay big money to go and take classes and hang with malcolm reed i hear not only could you potentially be making a, a decent-sized donation out of the goodness of your heart, but you are then rewarded by uh, hanging out with Malcolm Reed uh, over the course of the weekend. So it's five and then uh, a, a significant other of some sort. Or, yeah, guest of your choice. You can miss two people. So, All right. One last question. Before- we're going to have a lot of fun. We, we may go to La Siesta and have margaritas. The oh, look out. <laughs> I've heard about maybe we'll go to the old pizza hut and uh, do some after hours wwe <laughs> wrestling i mean who knows <laughs> we might have to break into that i don't think it's still a business but we, we, we can figure something out all right no <laughs> doubt about it uh first tuesday of the month you can find malcolm reed right here uh, i didn't do the whole bag but i did a strip of the reaper jerky and uh, i will be paying for it over the course of the next 20 minutes or so as i interview len aberman malcolm always appreciate the time uh, we will continue to push the Palmer home, and we will see you again next month as we lead up to Memphis and May. Hey, thanks, Greg. I appreciate it. I'll have some more information on that Memphis and May event, so looking forward to it. All right, sounds good. There he is, Malcolm Reed right there. Our first Tuesday of the month regular guest in the first hour. About 2500 bucks is in right now. I will match the first central light that comes up and says, hey, I will donate 1000 to the Palmer House. I will also match your 1000 And I have to admit that I think there's a good shot that you and I will be one of the top five donors for the Palmer House. So if you've always wanted to hang out with Malcolm Reed, this is your way to do it. And in a private way, the Palmer Home. Yeah. And my palate is wrecked. All I want to do is cry, and I have to interview Len Aberman here in just a moment. Let me talk to you quickly about Primo Cookers. The website, primogrill.com. That's primogrill.com. What do we know about Primo, right? It's not round. It's oval. It's different in shape, different by design. Different because it's patentedly different. This is the only ceramic cooker that is giving you true two-zone cooking. Now, if you're any type of live fire cooker, you know that two-zone cooking is the way to go. A lot of cookers are evaluated on their ability to create a two-zone cooking environment, and Primo does that without exception. There's 60 different cooking configurations, if you can believe. You're only limited by your imagination. They make high-quality products made right here in the USA, precision-controlled manufacturing. The highest-quality ceramics go into these cookers. 
You got some new product updates that I told you about the last couple weeks. There's a new lift hinge that reduces the force to lift the grill head up by 70%. You don't have to be on steroids in order to lift the head anymore. You can be a meager man like me and just whoop, lift it right up. 70% less force. Precision control top and bottom air controlling, allowing for easy and accurate setting of temperatures. You can upgrade your kits at any time. Visit the local dealer to see all the product improvements for yourself. Go to primogrill.com to locate a dealer near you. You can also follow them on some social media channels, Primo Ceramic Grill on Instagram and Primo Ceramic Grills on Facebook. And the website, once again, is primogrill.com. My tongue is swelling in my head. But we will push through as Len Aberman is locked and loaded in the green room. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the number one most downloaded barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere. The Barbecue Central Show. Howard Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. This portion of the show being brought to you by CookinPellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets for all your pellet-driven cookers. Visit CookinPellets.com for more information or to purchase. You can also visit Amazon.com to purchase as well and see all the other products that they're offering. CookinPellets.com. Hey, did you know that baseball season is now underway? Did you also know that barbecue goes great with baseball? Well, it does. So much so that my next guest made a podcast that covers both topics, and we are ready to talk about both during this segment. So let's go ahead and race to the hotline as I continue to melt my face off as we welcome first-timer to the show, co-host of Baseball and Barbecue Podcast, Len Aberman. Hey, Len. Len, are you on mute? Why don't you uh, back out and then come back in again or disconnect and then reconnect? Uh, Len, I'm going to disconnect you and then uh, reconnect back in. Let's do this. Get your email up. I'm going to send you a different link. There he goes once again. Len's out. You know what? I'm going to say that this is my fault. I'm going to I'm going to take the heat on this one. Uh, Len and I were sound checking Sunday night, I think it was, but he was up in his the top floor of his uh, house, far away from the modem, and he was cutting out, and I said, hey, did you unplug that microphone from the computer? Did you check your inputs again? Make sure that the uh, sure is, again, I'm going to take full responsibility here. We sound checked. We were at the top floor of your house. We were having a some connection issues. You said I'll move to the to the basement right by the router and uh, shame on me. I should have said, "You know what? Let's recheck in your location." We would have had this dialed. So that's a shame on me. I did not Andrew, you are not. I did not do my part as a sound engineer to put you in the best spot to succeed. I apologize. Much like Andrew was not the father. I don't know why we're not getting your sound. So if you want to jump, hey, somebody call into the show. I want to hear, I want to see if I had a situation 
I've I've lost incoming sound for some reason. Although Malcolm Reed was there, so he sounded great. Could 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 my tongue be coming numb to the Reaper jerky? I feel like I could eat the rest of this back. Do you just have to get used to the that initial burn your face off, and then somehow you become immune? I just had a really big piece, and I got to admit, I was in much worse shape on that first piece. Well, although the sweat does seem to be wanting to come out of my eyebrows at this point. It, it's, it is pretty hot. Doug. I'm here. Are you in the middle of a windstorm? I'm outside, actually. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I must have had some uh, some issue with my with my sound, although I still don't know why lens sound isn't coming through. It should be. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see him. Too bad. He looks to be in great spirits. He was so looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, you, yeah. Th- dog, dog, the wind is too much. Uh, I got to go, and thank you for calling it. Audio. I appreciate it. There's no way I'm putting up with that. That's outrageous. Don't go outside in a windstorm to call in, although I appreciate him taking part. But we only have uh, a few short moments. It's not even going to be worth it at this point because we have a lot of background. So next week, can we do next week? Like, uh, can we do next week at 1014 p.m. Eastern? Can we do that? I don't. A lot of people complain that 10 is too late. So uh, 1014. All right. So uh, go ahead, disconnect, and uh, we will carry on from here. That was almost, almost Len Aberman. However, it was not. Andrew, you are not the host. It was not Len Aberman. It was almost Len Aberman. It was not Len Aberman. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Get a little sip of water. Oh, Nelly. That one was riddled. All right, so no, what what did we learn this segment? No Len Aberman. Doug Shiding is in Texas and called into the show to check the phone lines, which I corrected in the middle of a tornado. I'm continuing to eat the Reaper jerky against better judgment, and I could have explosive diarrhea at some point in the middle of the night. And we're continuing on with the show. Why not? Holy F, that was hot. It's rebuilding. I think it took like a I think it took a lunch break. It's rebuilding. Let me talk to you quickly about Big Papa Smokers, the one-stop online shop for all things barbecue. Their curated selection of only the best outdoor cooking and grilling supplies will get you on the path to better barbecue results in no time. Whoo! Everything at BigPapaSmokers.com has been Pitmaster approved by Sterling Big Papa Ball himself. From the award-winning rubs and sauces to the American-made grills and smokers, Big Papa has something for every type of outdoor cook. You know him for the rubs and seasonings. 13 perfectly balanced flavors to impress judges and friends alike. Big Papa's award-winning rubs and seasonings just don't disappoint. Available over at BigPapaSmokers.com. Oh. Also, the owner of Granny's Barbecue Sauce. If you're looking for a new go-to sauce that will please everybody, Granny's traditionally a powerful flavors remind us why we fell in love with barbecue in the first place. We're also selling grills. If you want a great pellet cooker, look at the Mac 2 Star General Pellet Cooker. 
If you want a charcoal cooker, do the old Hickory Ace BP. If you have any questions, call them. Call the fire department to throw a hose at my face. 877-828-0727. That's 877-828-0727. Or shop their website at BigPapaSmokers.com. That's B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A Smokers.com. If you're just tuning in and you hear my English going crazy, this isn't like one of those sports things happening. Don't tweet, what's wrong with me? I'm not having a stroke or anything like that. No, no. Self-induced. Eating uh, Malcolm Reed's uh, Fear the Reaper jerky. Because why not? Pain is only temporary. Come here, kitty. Lick my fingers. All right, we're back to wrap the first hour right after this. If you want to call in and give me your Carolina Reaper story, I would love to hear it. 216-220-0966. The phone lines are open. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the number one most downloaded barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere. The Barbecue Central Show. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Craig Rampey. Powering through it, because that's what we do. And this segment brought to you by Fireboard 2, Fireboard 2 Drive, and Fireboard 2 Pro. Monitor up to six different temperatures simultaneously. You can connect via Wi-Fi for cloud-based monitoring or connect via the Bluetooth. If you have Alexa or the Google Assistant in your home, you're in luck because Fireboard is fully integrated with both. Find out more by visiting fireboard.com or call 816-945-2232. That's Fireboard. And that's hot. I think I have to go blow my nose. It wants to run like the 4x4. Four four. Well, it's a shame that we couldn't catch up with Len Aberman, the host of Baseball and Barbecue Podcast. We will reset him for next week at 1014. Meathead will be joining us in the second hour, of course, next Tuesday. It is the second Tuesday of the month, so there'll be Meathead. I can't wait to get his feedback on Robert Moss and his research as far as pastrami is concerned and how that relates specifically to Katz's Deli not being the oldest. I could use that sound effect a thousand times today. Not being the oldest continuously run barbecue joint in the states as Malcolm or as uh, Meathead had contended. So we will uh, catch up with Len Aberman in the second hour. In the meantime, you can visit his website in advance for a sneak peek, especially if you are, I mean, I would assume most of you are fans of barbecue. Maybe a lot of you are just fans of me and you're putting up with what I am doing. However, maybe some of you like baseball too. You can visit their website. Uh, baseball and like the word BBQ dot Weebly W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com. I'll have to talk to Len about that. But right now it's baseball and BBQ dot Weebly dot com. And we will reload 
plan for next week. It'll be great. Uh, you can call in, too, if you want, 216-220-0966. You can also email the show, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Guy the Cooking Sam says, pantomime, barbecue, and baseball. I love it! I love that. Very good. Very good. The question is, dare I eat more? Yes. <laughs> what an idiot. And then, for the Sam the Cooking Guy segment, I got this one. I can't wait. There's really not much more left. I could probably eat the whole bag by the end of the hour. I'll tell you what. Somebody comes up with that $1,000 that I will match, by the way. I will eat the rest of this Reaper Jerky bag by the end of the hour. But you got to come strong with 1K. And I got to have some kind of verification. You just can't call in and say you're going to do it. Like, you have to do it, and then I have to get verified from Malcolm that, or I have to see it up on that board or something. If you come correct, I will come correct as well. All right, refresh libations. We are heading to the second hour. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central show right here on the Barbecue Central Network. Stick around. We'll be right back.